2016 Easter episode of Whiskey and Mash. I am Chris Pullman. And I am Gloria Ackerman. And this week we will be talking about season four, episode 17. Uh, Dirt Tag. Yeah, D E R Tag or Dirt Tag. And season four, episode 18, Hawkeye. Let's begin with Dirt Tag. Margaret's in Tokyo. Colonel Potter asked Hawkeye and BJ to be nicer to Frank. That's the basis of the story. Mm hmm. The rest blows from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Frank joins the guys in the swamp for some poker. He starts winning a lot because a lot too. <laughs> Frank, you know, and uh, passes out. He started with a high flush. Now, come on. Who gets a high flush dealt to them? Yeah, I was going to say on the draw. <laughs> on the draw. I mean, goodness gracious. So, which makes him a little more annoying because mm. he keeps winning. <laughs> makes him a lot more annoying. A lot more annoying. And his laugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Yeah. I, makes him a lot more annoying. And you just, you can't help but not like him because. We love you, Frank. I'm, yeah. We're not saying that because we we're just saying what a great job you did. Larry knows Larry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not going to know. He's he knows. Dead. He can hear us. <laughs> but <laughs> Better now. <laughs> it, it was a great performance by Larry Linville. It was. Really. I mean, I do not see these guys actually getting drunk on set. So he did a really superb job in my mind. He does always a great job of being an, uh, a good a drunk. A drunk, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, Hawkeye, BJ end up going up to the front, bringing Frank back because of something we'll talk about. Oh, okay. And... <laughs> Then at the end of the episode, they're enemies again, and Margaret comes back, so it's all good anyway. But, yeah, why why did they have to go to the front to get Frank? Because when Frank passed out, they put a toe tag on him. Because <laughs> keep in mind that BJ and Hawkeye were also just a tad bit under the influence. <laughs> yeah. So they ta toe tagged Frank, and he went to get up to go to the bathroom, and the truck just was conveniently there, yeah. and he fell into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I love the line when he's getting up to go to the bathroom. Uh, Clinger's on guard duty because I'm sure he did something. And what's the password? <laughs> Bursting bladder. <laughs> Bursting bladder. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just. <laughs> Yeah, it was a fun episode. Um, yeah, a lot of things that I have questions about. Well, you might as well go with your comic book thing because. Well, yeah. We <laughs> so we start out the episode in Radar's office. Frank is calling Tokyo because Margaret's away at a conference, and he's trying to reach her. And Radar is passed out on his bunk with a comic book opened up across his chest. My wife got me into comic books. Um, not too long ago, but, so I, I see some of these things, and this is something that wasn't on the Monster Mash wiki page, but I, I, I did a little Google search, and I found the comic book <laughs> that Radar had open on his chest. 
little bit obsessed with finding the comic book, but we won't go there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I found it. That's you what's did, important. You did find it. And as far as I know, this is the comic book. Now, to point out, as we know, um, in theory, we're in 1952. Yes. Well, that is a little in question because of something else that's in the episode. Um couple there, of questions in this episode. Yeah, there was uh, your husband Jody watched with us tonight, and he caught uh, that there was a, a, a fact about Ralph Kinner, who was on the Pirates at the time. When they're in OR, we hear something about Ralph Kinner um, leading the league in home runs, and he was at 47 at the time, and Jody is this big baseball obsession so i said when do you think that was and he's like oh well that would have had to have been like august september 1951 then and so he now, has it all memorized so i have no doubt so now we're in 1951 the avengers comic which we saw open on radar's chest at the opening of the episode <laughs> the avengers did not first appear until <laughs> september 1964 Three. So over a decade later was the first appearance of the Avengers. In fact, the issue that was on Radar's chest, and this was why I was able to find it, had from right to left on the cover the Vision, Black Panther, Captain America, and Hawkeye. Their faces big on the cover. That particular issue is from January 1969, Volume 1 out of 19... Well, it says Marvel Comics Volume 1, 1963. Which I guess but, uh, explains why Radar has, is able to predict the future. Because he has a comic book <laughs> from the that's future. from the future. Yeah, this was Avengers number 60, <laughs> January 1969. So, this, and by the way, this episode uh, aired January 6th, 1976. Okay. So, in theory, the episode is in 1951. The comic is from 1969. We're in 1976. In other words, what somebody did was went down to a bargain bin at a comic book shop, grabbed this, and threw it on... Uh, Radar's chest. On Radar's chest. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, th that's a little bit of an uh, 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 out-of-time issue here, an anachronism. I don't think that's a word. It's anachronistic to have that issue... <laughs> laying open on radar's chest however you know we see radar with various um comics before there's He's one a where, comic book reader yeah. yeah there's the one uh where hawkeye is up for three days and radar is reading about the holocaust holocaust <laughs> yes that's how he says it i don't know anything about a holocaust radar but there's a similar word in english that you might be interested in holocaust <laughs> means a big conflagration but um so we know that he reads comics this one just happens to be out of time but yeah i i was a little obsessed with that and i found it yes you did i'm, I'm very impressed because actually but, as you were digging and i was sitting here waiting patiently or impatiently however you look at it i'm thinking he's never gonna find that comic book i was but giving up pretty soon but you we did. found it you did i'm very impressed good job like i say it was a very <laughs> easy to find cover because of the four guys on the front 
But that's how it opens. Frank is calling Margaret to let her know that he misses her because she's, she's away. at a seminar. Yeah. Apparently, one of the great keynotes was about suppositories. <laughs> the pill to health. Something like that. Nope. I'm good. Thanks. Uh, but Colonel Potter did call BJ and Hawkeye in to talk to them about being nicer to Frank as Margaret is gone because he was becoming a pill. <laughs> well, in OR just before that, he's working with Kelly and starts screaming at her about, you think that's my fault, don't you? I didn't say that, sir. And he actually calls Kelly Kelly. It's great. It's Kelly Nakahara playing Nurse Kelly. It's great. Um, but he says, I can see it in your face. Just because I actually dropped the instrument, you think it's my fault. <laughs> so. Which later in the episode, I just love. Do we want to go right there or not? Yeah, go for because, it. Because um, Radar was dancing with Nurse, Nurse Kelly. Yeah. And um, dipped her quite <laughs> impressively, I must say. Yeah. And then Frank said, can I cut in? And he said to Kelly that he always had a little bit of a fling for her. And he called mm. her Hotsy Totsy. And then he fell in the morgue truck. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that no. was after he went so, to the bathroom. So, yeah, after the poker game where he's winning all the money, we end up in the O Club. Fun Mulcahy's playing on the piano. Radar's dancing with Nurse Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Klinger is playing the drums, kind of, on the bar. <laughs> uh, and... Hawkeye and BJ are convincing Frank that it, the winner always has to buy rounds. And he had a whole lot of money, so yeah. it wouldn't have affected him. He won no. every hand almost in poker. Yeah, he, he won a lot, clearly. Uh, something else. first he had his little snap purse where yeah. he took out a couple dollars, and when he was in the old club, yeah. he had like a wad. Yeah, a wad of bills. Um, but yeah, they, they get their drinks... Uh, Burns goes over Frank goes over to dance with Kelly tells Fallon Kehi to play something faster and then he ends up passing out in the process he janks the arm on the slot machine hits three eights and wins wins you heard it go clink 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 mm -hmm. And uh, that's when Hawkeye and BJ help him back to the swamp and then get this great idea to put a toe tag on him. Well, they didn't think anything would happen no. of it, but yeah, he decides to go use the latrine. Mm -hmm. And I, I love, um, okay, so yeah, he uses the latrine, he falls into the ambulance. The ambulance goes back up to the front. The next day, Radar can't find Frank for his shift. <laughs> So Colonel Potter calls in Hawkeye and BJ. Come on, guys. No funny stuff. Where is he? They get a call from an aid station. And the aid station informs... The captain there informs uh, Colonel Potter that they have a guy whose tags identify no him as Major Burns. Yeah. He, he's describing him. No chin, big pores. Yeah, that's him. His toe tag reads... Do you remember what his toe tag no, reads? No, I didn't write it down. Yeah. His toe tag read... Oh, goodness, where is this? I wrote it down. Emotionally exhausted and morally 
bankrupt. bankrupt. Now that you say it, and I Potter know. was repeating what Captain Saunders was saying, and BJ finishes and morally bankrupt. Did you guys put a toe tag on Burns? We dressed him, but we didn't deliver him. <laughs> so yeah, Hawkeye and BJ have to go up to get him because they're so short on ambulances at the front. They're getting hit pretty hard. That they can't ship him back. But then they did call and say, don't send the guys to come and get him because we're getting shelled pretty bad. But They were already on their way. They were already on the way and they helped. Mm-hmm. And had, I think, quite the lesson because they're like, yeah. don't don't fix them here. Just well, get them. BJ definitely got a lesson because right. he was working on a guy and he called for a suture setup. And Captain Saunders said, no, no, we don't do that here, Captain. We get them stable, and then we ship them to MASH right. for further treatment. So, so they were literally just trying to get them stable. stable. They didn't want, they didn't sew them up. They, because then they would, if they sewed them mm. up and things there, think about it, they would have to cut, cut them open again. Something like that, you know, yeah. So mm -hmm. they just want they, to get them stable to a MASH unit where they can get properly worked on. Yeah, and they don't have the time. I mean, they're triaging the, a lot more wounded right. than MASH. You know, you get a little, you get a bullet graze, they're not going to send you back to a MASH, I right. bet. But something like the belly wound that Hawkeye looked at and ordered a, a, van a vanilla IV for. Sorry, fellow, we're all out of strawberry. Or was it chocolate? So you're going to have to take vanilla. Miss that, okay. Yeah. He just, you know, he ordered IV saline. Just normal. But they get Frank back to MASH. They dump now you him. You have to keep in mind Frank's left through the whole, the whole surgery thing. part. Yeah, they like, were he getting. Had no idea. In well, fact, they were getting shelled at the aid station. And someone said, "Shouldn't we wake up?" Actually, BJ said to Hawkeye, "Shouldn't we wake up Frank? At least it's another pair of hands." And he said, "No, let as him sleep." A, yeah, as a surgeon, he's sitting hitting his stride right now. Right. So, um, they never woke him up. They threw mm. him in the truck at the end. Brought him back to MASH, threw him in his bed, literally fell in their beds. Mm hmm And then Frank wakes up. Yeah. Radar <laughs> comes by. Come on, captains. Gotta get up. And, uh, again, Margaret returns. And Frank is all happy then because she's back. And, you know, the guys <laughs> are tired and cranky because... And then one of my favorite lines because mm. they started being mean to Frank again. Yeah. They're like, "Who cares anymore? We're tired." And they mm. were mean to Frank. They treated Frank like, and mm. he looked at him and said, "I was popular. Don't you deny it? Yeah. I was popular." Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Oh my! Uh, I, I do have a question though. At the mm. end, it showed them in the mess tent, and they were all eating. Why does Hawkeye? Does it ever explain why Hawkeye smells his food? You know, he always does that. It's just a character trait of Hawkeye. Okay. I, I just sat and watched him smelling yeah. his food, and I thought, yeah. does it ever explain why he smells his food? No, I don't think so. I think I it's think just so something that he gave it as a character trait. Okay. Al Nalda, if you're ever happening to listen to this, we'd love to know why yeah, Hawkeye smells his food. I personally just think it's a character trait, because in another episode... You know, they're in the mess tent, and he's smelling his food, and he goes to BJ, smell this, smell this. Don't no. do that. I can't eat it when you do that. Right. No, it, it smells like it smells like a, 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 a an egg that was left in a combat boot for a week. But but a brown egg, right? A brown egg. Smell this. 
Don't do that yet. It's, so I, I just sat and watched him eating his food, and he literally smells mm, every... Mm. I wonder if that was a real trait or just a Hawkeye trait. Oh, I'm sure it's a Hawkeye, Hawkeye trait. trait. Okay. Yeah. Um, a few other things like that I thought... Like you said, though, Ellen Alda, give us a call. Yeah. Or email us. Let us know. Whiskeymesh at narcoinink.com. <laughs> or on Facebook. Facebook.com slash whiskeymesh. <laughs> Oh, don't give out your phone number. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> um, just a few other things I have from this episode. Do you okay. have anything else? No. Okay. Um, one thing, when Hawkeye and BJ are heading up to the front, uh, Hawkeye is driving the Jeep, BJ is riding shotgun, and he makes some comment, uh, drive on, Kato. Well, that's a reference to the Green Hornet. <laughs> whose driver was Cato. I looked it up, and that actually works. Really? Yeah, uh, that reference actually works. The character appeared in film serials in the 1940s, a network television program in the 1960s, multiple comic book series from the 1940s on, and a feature film in January 2011, which I haven't watched and I don't plan on it. But <laughs> the thing being that the Green Hornet was around since the 1940s so it would have been a, a legit reference yeah. yeah they could have actually known about Cato, the chauffeur for the green hornet so that one works the avengers cover <laughs> doesn't again from january 1969 avengers number 60 the four big faces on the cover from right to left the vision black panther captain america and hawkeye uh, Avengers number 60 12 cents that was the cover <laughs> price 12 cents how much are they now Just oh four or five bucks a piece oh really yeah oh. yeah um just a couple other things or one other thing the one other line that I wrote down from no two more things yeah 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 <laughs> one line I wrote Total. down Three more things. Four more. Four more. No, actually just two. One more thing. Uh, when Margaret comes back, Frank asks her, did you bring me anything? And she has him sit down on her bunk, close your eyes, and then she puts something in his hands. And go ahead, open them. <gasps> Margaret, glazed plums. He didn't get that. Mm. Anywhere? Yeah, okay. No, just glazed I plums. I thought of you. Uh, I saw them in the window, and I thought of you, Frank. Right. Uh, the only other thing, when they're in the Oak Club, something that Jody caught, uh, BJ was twirling a pretzel, and he's holding it next oh, yeah. to his drink. Hawkeye ends up with a pretzel in, in his drink. drink. And we and, kept thinking it was maybe behind, and we saw it through it. But, but then, just before they cut away from BJ and Hawkeye, when Frank is going to go dance with Kelly, Hawkeye actually picks the pretzel out of his drink and stares at it like, how did that get in there? Mm -hmm. So, it was legit a pretzel in his drink. All right. Anything else? Nope, that's everything. Okay. Dirt Tag, Season 4, Episode 17. Okay. Then moving along, uh, season four, episode eighteen, Hawkeye. Uh, let's see if I can do this in three sentences. <laughs> Hawkeye is driving back from an aid station and swerves to avoid a kid in the road. Hawkeye gets a concussion. 
Hawkeye does wacky things while having a concussion, <laughs> waiting for a mass jeep to pick him up at a Korean house. Three sentences. There you go. Well, one extended sentence, but okay. Hey! <laughs> there was a semicolon. Was. You couldn't see it. There was but a it semicolon. Was okay. It was a proper sentence. But that's it. That's oh. really the entire episode. We see no other main cast members nope, in no this one. episode. It's just, I, I, in fact, I referenced it to the first Castaway. I think this was Castaway before Castaway with Tom Hanks happened. It was, it was Hawkeye's Castaway because mm -hmm. it was just him, but and the family. And the family, but they were speaking Korean the whole time. And didn't have subtitles, yeah. so you had to assume what they were saying. Yeah, the only person who spoke English was, was Hawkeye. Hawkeye. We see nothing in terms of, um, like you say, subtitles or written text. Anything other than what Hawkeye's saying. You know, that's the only English. Right. So it is. It's almost like... And well, you yeah, had mentioned not your favorite episode. But yeah. to me, this is one of my... I like this episode. So it's all a matter of taste because... It is. I thought it was entertaining to watch. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because I didn't care for Castaway and you did. So yeah. funny. <laughs> but, you know, I like the ensemble of the entire cast. I do too, but I do so like this one also. just for that reason, it's like, I want more than just Alan Alda. No offense. I love you. I love everything fact, you that you him. do. <laughs> you know, but this is just not my favorite episode because it's only Hawkeye. And it does have some inaccuracies. Quite a few, I guess. Oh. Well, the fact that he mentions that he's an only child and mm -hmm. he has a sister. Yeah. The fact that um, his wounds kept getting better and worse. <laughs> yeah. You, um, like, he literally like, didn't have a wound on, on the bridge of his and nose. He did. And his face was cut and bleeding and then it wasn't. Mm -hmm. In um, fact, when he first stumbles into the tent, he really, he's clean-faced. Which, I guess you would bleed, but... You would see abrasions. You would right. see a cut. He There was nothing. And then his hand was covered in blood and cuts as he was using his hand. And then you'd see the next scene and there wasn't any cuts on it. Mm -hmm. So I, I just saw a lot of inaccuracies because he must have done had to do this many, many times. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, we see all the way around the interior of this family's house and... Really, unless they were able to actually get a small camera in there, it had to be two or three sets. Right. So they would have had to do every scene where they, you know, rotated. Because he literally walked around the whole house. They would have had to do the same scene a couple of times in a, from a couple of different angles. But, um, yeah, I just, I'm sorry, I can't get over the fact that it's, it's just, just Hawkeye. Hawkeye. That said, um, having read uh, uh, Don't Get Your Dog Stuff and Things I Overheard While Talking to Myself, Alan Waldo's two books, Okay. I, like I see some of his, of Alan Alda's personal history coming out in this episode, and it's kind of neat. Such as? Um, the fact that he grew up on Vaudeville. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's really coming out and just, you know, like he's talking about the two strippers, right? Mm-hmm. They probably would have been on the vaudeville circuit. Did you look at who directed this one? 
Was um, it actually Hawkeye? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. The director was Gene Reynolds. Okay, it just wasn't wondering even, yeah, if no. he maybe wrote this or... No, he didn't okay. even write it. He didn't write it, he didn't direct it. This was a non-Alan Alda episode. I, okay. I thought about that. I know, cause yeah. Cause if you're going to write yourself in... You're going to write yourself alone. But no, he didn't. This was okay. entirely other people. Um, but yeah, you know, that, uh, I think certainly the performing that he did, you know, yeah, some he kept of the, doing acts from different plays. Yeah. Singing and, and all this. Right. And he knew it word for word. So mm -hmm. you know that his, he's very, um, literate as far as plays and shows. Yeah. And, and I think he slipped into French a couple of times. I'm not sure. Um, ooh, something I wanted to look up here which I'll do quickly. He mentions that... Towards the end, the family did seem a little annoyed with well, his rants. You know, because Hawkeye's rants are famous. Mm -hmm. You know, if you watch anything on MASH, Hawkeye's rants will be in there somewhere because he goes on them quite often. Mm -hmm. I just thought I'd say that while you were looking up what you were looking up. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, so Hawkeye makes a claim that a quarter of the human bones are in your hands. And I think that's true. I have heard that before. Yeah, I see one that says a quarter of your bones are in your feet, which, okay. to be honest, I think you probably have more bones, articulating bones, in your hand than your feet, so I think that's probably pretty accurate. Um, There's many small bones in your hand. Yeah, and that's that's one of the rants. Hawkeye goes on is this whole thing about look oh, look at your thumb look at your yeah. thumb do you realize how amazing <gasps> your thumb is my thumb backwards you so can do I this do think it's and you can do this <laughs> and you can make a fist and you can you can pick up a child objects. and <laughs> just back and forth with all this and because, keep in mind they don't speak English so they're mm -hmm. all all they're hearing is blah 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 <laughs> yeah and really we get into this I didn't mention this but we get into this because in theory uh, Hawkeye has a concussion and so that's also part of the rant he's going on is he wants to stay awake yeah he's talking to try and keep conscious to keep alert with this concussion because he mentions you know modern medical science says that there's no danger of falling asleep when you have a concussion but I'm afraid of falling asleep when I have a concussion because I'll be wake up in the family plot, plot in Maine, Maine. <laughs> Um, and he does mention also, because they sent, he wrote a note to send to um, the 4077th, and the daughter ran there, and he kept saying, yeah. where is she, where is she? And you had mentioned it was 20 miles away. And you must have known that from the beginning. I missed I, it. He, I swear that he says, oui, jambou. You 20 know, miles. The 4077th is 20 miles away. Okay. Bless you. So yeah, we're recording, I know, and I appreciate. I'm sure that Laura appreciates you <laughs> saying "bless you" to her out there, but Keep I don't. Going. I don't edit Wee these. Okay, twenty. <laughs> now I can walk a mile in twelve minutes, maybe. I can do four miles in forty minutes. Okay. Forty-five. If... So about ten minutes a mile. Right. Right. Okay. So that means that it would have taken her... If she constantly went. And 20 yeah. miles is... She, it was a, let's say, 12, 14-year-old girl. She's not walking a 10-minute mile. 
she would have been out there for 200 minutes walking, which is, what, three hours and 20 minutes-ish. And he kept saying, where is she? And plus they had to drive back. Well, the drive back wouldn't have been too much, but, uh, you know. Still, by the time you get the note and find a person. Yeah, and it just. You don't it, think the first person you go up to is going to be able to help. Yeah. It, Smash. Yeah, <laughs> the, the way he's saying this. It makes you feel like it's only been a half hour, an hour, tops, you know, but maybe. it had to have been a half a day. Yeah. It just, it amazes me that, you know, you would say, 20 miles, it's just over there. It's not just over there. You're sending a child into a war zone 20 miles away. With bombs planted. So you have to be very careful where you walk. Yeah, I love that. It's not that. like you can just cut through. Well, that comment from Hawkeye, he says, you know, those land... He makes comment about the landmines. They're staying here even when we leave. We're not taking them with us. We're not taking us. them with us. They're yours. <laughs> yeah, then he sends this girl out yeah. 20 miles away, avoiding the landmines. <laughs> My goodness. So yeah, there's a bunch of things. Even more so than the comic in the last episode. There are a bunch of things in this episode... Where I just, I look at it and it's like, no, I think there are just too many issues here <laughs> with this episode. But that's okay, because it... You get to see Hawkeye. You get to see Hawkeye. You get to see, like, kind of the inner Hawkeye. Right. Because he's... And he's very gentle with the family. I, oh, like, yeah. Like taste the things that they give him it's mm -hmm. not like i'm sorry if someone gave me something to try and alcohol or something i think i would sit and sniff it first and yeah he taste just... it he was very trusting with the food which mm -hmm. i think is pretty cool yeah that was great when first he tries their moonshine <laughs> which is apparently strong which is saying something considering that they gym. make their own um, but then he, yeah, he tries their supper because apparently he's there that long. And, uh, it's really spicy. So then he takes a big gulp of moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> Great plan there. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a lot more to say about this. Just I love the ending, a couple though. of comments. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, one, the, the mother in this. The mother of the family uh, looks familiar, and that's because she plays Rosie in an episode of M.A.S.H. I believe it's from Mad Dogs and Servicemen. It's the one where uh, Radar gets bit by the dog. Oh, okay. And... Uh, Has to have a rabies shot and wants to find the dog. Yeah. And we had to go to town to find the dog, and we got to the town. Yeah. So that was a while ago. Yeah. Because that was when Colonel Blake was still around. Yep. I think that was in season two, I want to say. Um, which actually kind of leads into the uh, the scene that happens after the last commercial, which I think is what you were going to say. Hawkeye does get picked up. and then Just a beep beep, though. Yeah. We don't see... He, he refers to it as Radar's finally here, mm -hmm. but we don't see him. We don't hear anything. Again, Hawkeye is the only one In who speaks whole, English. The whole show. Yeah, the only person other than the Korean family that we see. The only right. GI. But he comes back to yes. show his thanks. Do, do you have some of what he has? 
Well, he had tobacco for the father because of the whole two well, foot pipe thing or three well, foot he said, four foot pipe thing. How long do yeah, you think that I, would I, be? No, I think that was a three foot pipe, which we can, yeah. So <laughs> which none of us the, got. Yeah, Laura was the only one who picked this up. Here's dad smoking this big long pipe and hawkeye who is out talking to the cow comes back in and catches the father smoking this pipe and says does your doctor tell you to stay, stay away, away from, from tobacco? tobacco because it was so long and I, well, none of us got that except like, laura yeah because i'm sitting there going he's smoking he's not staying, staying away, away from, from tobacco yeah. but it was because it was such a long pipe yeah <laughs> So yeah, Hawkeye brings him tobacco and he makes a comment, this should be better than that cow manure that you've been smoking. Um, um, that's all I noticed because I thought it was so funny that he brought well, tobacco. I know food some, of some yeah, sort for, for the mother. For the mom, he brought a grater, like a four-sided grater. Oh, okay. For the kids, he brought comic books and a bunch of chocolate bars. Uh, something about the chocolate bars being so nutritionally devoid oh, yes. that he should that eat they the should comic books and read the, the chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> and then to their like eldest daughter who is clearly pregnant. Oh yes, which he makes a couple of cracks about during the episode. <laughs> you know they know it. We know it causes that now. <laughs> but he gives her a note written in Korean, and he makes sure to say that uh, she can come. Yeah, of the four double seventh and his information for when the baby's coming. So that she can come and get proper medical treatment. And then he's trying what the mom is cooking. And he's like, oh, that's meat. Where did you get meat? Where's the dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> I didn't see the cow, though. I didn't notice the cow. It I looked to, and I didn't see the cow. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I just, I thought that was really humorous. Where's the dog? <laughs> Because you do see the dog at a couple of points. And again, with the episode that Rosie had been in, um, when they were trying to track down the dog, Radar was the oh, one... That's right! Yeah. They say they found your dog, Colonel. Really? <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> yes, they say it was delicious. <laughs> Which set precedent. So we shouldn't be surprised. But... Um, yeah, that's really about it. I mean, again, I summed it up in three sentences. <laughs> sort of. Sort hey. One extended sentence. Punctuation. <laughs> I used proper. You just couldn't. So, I, not my Let personal favorite episode. Let us know what you episode. think. Yeah, not, but I thought it was a very good episode. So, yeah. you let us know what you think. Is that one of your favorite episodes, or is that not one of your favorites? Let's see. Do you agree with me? Uh, <laughs> or Chris. And, you know, if you if you catch any other things that we didn't catch in these episodes. Let us know, because we'd yeah. love to hear. Yeah, you know, like Jody caught the baseball thing. If that's right, if it's not right, if somehow he got it wrong. Oh, he was never wrong with baseball. I'm, I'm sure, but, <laughs> you know, you. anything that we we say, if we get it wrong, please, you know, let us know. We'll uh, make a correction and cite you as the source on our next podcast. We don't have a problem with that. You can head over to narclaninc.com, go to the podcast menu, go down to Whiskey and Mash, and then there will be buttons there on the page where you can go to our Facebook page or you can email us right from there. Also on the page is a backlog of all of our podcasts in MP3 form so that you can stream them from the website or download them to your MP3 player. 
if you would rather do the whole podcast thing, you can search iTunes or your favorite podcast application, search for Whiskey and Mash, find us on there, subscribe to Whiskey and Mash so that every time we put out a new podcast, you can get it automatically downloaded to your podcast device for your listening That's the pleasure. Best way. It really is. It really is. Then you get them all. Yeah. But I think that's all I have for this that's week. That's all I have. It was yeah. a fun week. Yeah. Come join us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, until next time. Whiskey and mash huh? with us. <laughs> I don't know where you go. <laughs> Happy Easter. Happy Easter. See you next time. Are we going to get this by Easter? Yeah. There's some time left because we have two. Okay. Yeah.